Good evening. Welcome to Mind Over Tutors podcast. It is June 13th, 2016, and this is your host, Darius Grissom. I'm going to open up tonight's podcast uh, giving a shout out to the Piedmont Select Athletics uh, and Coach Eric Perrier and all of his staff uh, doing great things here with their seven-on-seven team here in Winston-Salem, and we're going to wish them a lot of continued success throughout the rest of this summer. Um, In light of that, I'm going to focus this particular talk uh, directed mostly to youth. I'm going to imagine that as adults, we already have all of these things figured out. So uh, if you hear something that offends you, or you hear something that you want to challenge, feel free to send me an email or respond here on my podcast. But again, this is is going out all to all of my uh, middle school and, and teenage um, kids, high schoolers, college kids, uh, just finishing up this academic season. And I just wanted to do something on the tail end of that because I am aware and want to make you aware of how important it is to uh, take an opportunity to rest, to uh, allow your mind to rejuvenate uh, itself. But then you have to quickly get back on the saddle um, and and start thinking about what you're going to be doing next year. Um, And I have a couple of, of notes that I'm going to reach out to teachers in terms of some things that they should be doing. Um, and so teachers listen in as, as well. Um, but but things that you can be doing to motivate your students within the classroom, it's something that I used when I was teaching uh, at a high school in Durham, North Carolina, and found a lot of success, especially with students that have not been used to hearing the types of things that I'm going to share with you. So my thought of the week is find a good book and read, put down some of your electronics. Um, I don't, I think for those of you that are watching on YouTube, I'm going to be talking from uh, Charles Givens Super Self doubling your personal effectiveness. This is a book that I used with my science classes when I was teaching at Southern High School in Durham. And because we were on a block schedule, I felt like an hour and a half was way too long to keep students engaged. So I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something that I felt like was was special for them. And so I, I took a chance, um, did not know if it was going to be successful or not. Um, but just started to work through uh, some of the success strategies that are in this book. And I was amazed at the response that I got, particularly from the kids that um, I had had discipline problems with. And I had one young man to tell me, uh, he said, you know, Mr. Grissom, where were you four years ago? Um, Some of the things that we shared. And, And that was one of the uh, I guess most memorable moments for me as a teacher to have a kid to to tell me that he wished he had been exposed to these type of things uh, before I had met him and he felt like his high school years would have gone differently. So um, the title of this particular podcast is "Let you know, let your students know that you care." So now. 
again, this this first portion is directed towards teachers, but it's really for students. When I share these examples out of the Charles Givens Supercell, um, I really want to, I want students and kids to pay attention to what I'm saying and think about the things that I'm saying. But let your students know that you care. Uh, it's the end of the year. It's time to reset. The school year is over and done with, and, and we cannot go back and recover the things that have gone on. We can't go back and, and re-script those things that we thought were going to go well and didn't go exactly as planned. As teachers, we all know how that goes. Um, but what I'm here to offer you is an opportunity to plan to be great for next year and empower your students. Uh, and this is something that you're going to have to look to do day one. And if you're going to do this, you really need to start planning uh, now. When I say now, I know that you're going to take a few days off. You're going to regroup. You're going to spend time with family and, and vacation. But the first opportunity that you get, I think it's very important as teachers to start thinking about the things outside of curriculum that you want to do with your students. So again, I wrote down a few notes here and I just want to talk through a couple of these things and then I'm going to share some examples from Charles Givens' book with you. The first thing is, is that uh, teachers need to go off script. They need to start thinking outside of the box. And I know all of the training that uh, goes into uh, getting that degree in education, um, all of the things that you study, uh, all of the things that you learn, and, and you're faced with observations and the fear of that. I had an advantage because I was not afraid of failure. Uh, when I went into the classroom, it was an opportunity for me to give back. So uh, failure is, it was really not an option for me anyway. It's just something that I don't consider. Um, I, I see it as setbacks. Um, opportunities to, to learn. Uh, but I think teachers need to, to uh, understand that they're going to have to go off script if they expect to engage students. You are not going to engage today's students only by covering curriculum. I really, I don't, I don't think that it's possible, and this is my personal opinion. I don't think that if you go uh, at only covering curriculum, especially the common core that exists out here now, um, no matter what kind of bells and whistles you tie on it, I think you're going to have to look for some things outside of the box. So the thing that I will say is, is that you need to find something that you are comfortable talking about and share with your students, whatever that is. For me, it could be something like talking about sports, uh, talking ab about playing a musical instrument, talking about art, music. Those are all things that I like. But what I decided, and one of the things that I really, really like is uh, talking about motivation, talking about things um, of encouragement. How are you going to set yourself up to be uh, successful in the future? Entrepreneurship. And so that was, was something that I felt very comfortable talking about, and I took that into the classroom. The next thing, and I think you heard me talk about this in my last podcast, instructors need to focus on learning and not teaching. I will say that many, many times as you continue to listen to my podcast, and I hope that you will, um, teachers need to focus on learning and not teaching. I don't care what the material is. 
if you focus on the process of learning, if you focus on sharing that with your students, it doesn't matter what the material is. That's going to empower that student to be able to move forward. And especially in today's landscape with technology, with Google, um, they're able to find the information. What we need to start focusing on is how to get them to go to that higher level of learning, how to think through how to design, how to plan, um, how to problem solve. Those are the things that we, we need to do. And my last note here is, is just to say that I would rather cover 50% of my curriculum with an 80% proficiency rather than covering 100% of the curriculum with only 30% proficiency. Um, you know, the thing is, is that the way I look at that is, is that it doesn't matter how much material I've covered. I'm 80 percent proficient. I've taught these students how to go about recalling um, about how to think through 80 percent of the material uh, that we cover. Uh, as opposed to only 30%, even though, you know, some people may view that as being more. Again, it's all about proficiency and success. That's what we need to, to focus on in terms of giving our kids. Um, I'm going to move quickly into, because I don't want to get too long, I promise you, um, basically some, some examples from Charles Givens' Supercell. So again, the title is, Let Your Students Know That You Care. And how do you go about doing that? And so for me, I wanted to, to let my students understand that I care about their effectiveness, about their, their uh, success. And so in this book, Charles Givens has all of these success strategies that he lists. And I'm just going to go through a couple of them and share examples of, of what you can talk about with your students. And students, I want you to listen and, and think about the things that I'm going to say. And I'll be quick with these. But first is success strategy number one. Learn from the experiences of others rather than your own. Now, think about that for a second. Learn from the experiences of others rather than your own. That is very, very important because when we're born, we don't come into this world with knowledge. We learn behavior. We have things that are God-given, but most of the things we learn through uh, patterns. We learn through seeing others do it. And so in order to be successful, we want to go out and look at people that are successful around us. Find out the things that they did in order to be successful. Learn from their experiences. Now, a caveat to that is, is that find someone that you feel satisfies uh, certain core things that you're looking for. If, if you want to be a good person, you need to find someone that you consider a good person. If you want someone that is involved in community or you want to be involved in community, find someone that does that. Uh, because if you are going to pattern that person, you're likely going to take on some of their characteristics in doing that. Number two, success strategy number two. To design and control your future effectively, you must first let go of your past. You know, at, at this particular high school I was teaching at, this was very, very important because I heard so many stories that honestly blew my mind. Um, 
I don't think I've ever been speechless very many times in my life, but to hear the stories coming out of this high school that, that these kids told, um, they were just things that I didn't really understand existed given the life that I had coming up. And so this was very important to get kids to understand that they have to let go of their past. Wherever they are, uh, it's okay. And you have to get them to um, accept that. I would say buy into it, but um, you know, a lot of them to say buy into that that's not powerful enough. You have to get them to accept um, that it's okay for them to, to let go of their past. And once they're able to do that, then you can start to design and more importantly, start to control what your future is going to be. Uh, success strategy number three, to get where you want to go first, Firmly plant your feet on the ground where you are. And that kind of piggybacks off of uh, the last one where we've let go of our past and now we have to establish where we are. And that's so important because so many times people are not realistic with where they are. They're unwilling to look at themselves as, as to, to where they are because they've seen people on television, they've seen their friends, they've seen family members. and they are embarrassed or they're afraid to admit where that place is. And I'm here to tell you, until you're willing and until you're able to accept where you are, it's going to be very difficult for you to, to move forward. So that's success strategy number th uh, three. And the last one that I'll share, because again, this is just an example um, to teachers. It's a way that you can give students information, give them that feeling that you actually care about who they are. And again, this was something for me that, that I felt comfortable doing. And I was excited to come in every single day for the first 15 minutes of class. And I would give one or two of these success strategies. I would write them on the board. And then we would have dialogue and conversation. And discipline problems went away every day. You know, my students were looking forward to come in and talk through some of these things. And there's plenty of material in here uh, that lasted the entire semester. The last one, success strategy number four, use the losses and failures of the past as a reason for action, not inaction. I mean, that says everything. If we're going to focus on the things that we consider losses or failures, and we're not willing to move past those things, then you're going to stay right where you are. It is essential that you Understand that no matter what has happened in your life, uh, you can pick up those pieces. Now, you may not be able to do it on your own. You may not be able to do it um, without some assistance. But, uh, you know, seek adults in your life. Um, you know, that, that probably would have to be a totally different conversation because things aren't today like they were when, when we came up where uh, kids could seek out um, someone in the church, someone in the community. Um, you know, it, it's it's bad to think that um, the paradigms have changed so much uh, in today's era, but uh, we can talk through some of those things uh, in another podcast. But being able to move past any of those losses and failures uh, as a reason for um, to take action, not inaction. And so if you want to move past where you are, if you've established a firm place in who you are and, and where you are, then um, 
We have to take those failures and losses and put them to the side and actually use them uh, to catapult ourselves forward. Uh, but we cannot be in, inactive in those things. And so this is just a couple of examples that I wanted to share with you um, to tell teachers if you are serious about empowering your students, find something that is outside the curriculum. Focus on something that you're comfortable talking about and build a relationship with your students. And I guarantee you the discipline problems that you may have had in the past will start to go away. If you truly care and connect with your students, uh, students will, will start to um, give you the benefit of the doubt or benefit of doubt, or they will um, look and seek to form uh, a closer relationship with you as their instructor. All right, so I'm going to wrap this up. What are you going to do? My challenge to you, uh, and I'm going to ask this every week whenever I do a podcast, and I'm going to leave you with, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to encourage change. I'm going to continue to do these podcasts. I'm going to continue to post things on my website, uh, www.mindovertutors.com, and I'm going to stay involved. Uh, my daughter is 22 years old, has graduated from college and is on her own, have a son that's 16 years old, and will be graduating here in a couple of years and will go off to college. And then one would think, OK, my job is done, um, but I hopefully will have grandkids. Hopefully we'll have some young nieces and nephews to, uh, that I need to continue to invest in the system. And so I challenge you to do the same. We're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening this week. Please feel free to add your comments again on my podcast page. Visit our website, mindovertutors.com. Like our Facebook page and uh, add us, follow us on uh, Twitter. And again, thank you for listening, and I look forward to coming to you with the next topic uh, probably sometime next week. Thanks so much.